Welcome back to Unraveling. I, just as I press record then, it's 11.11, so good signs all around. (laughs) I'm recording this episode from bed today. So hopefully the audio works out okay. Um, Yeah, just because I felt like not getting out of bed. (laughs) But I wanted to record an episode. I also just made myself a mushroom coffee and I can't be bothered to explain that right now but it's like a powder of all different mushrooms that are good for you and I added a little bit of coffee in it. Right now I feel snoozy sleepy but by the end of this episode I could be talking a million miles an hour. Who knows, let's just ride the wave, hey? Um, this episode I thought to talk about energy. Um, I did a meditation the other day and it, I can't remember if it guided me to do this or I just did this. I think it guided me to do this. Um, but to go into space and look around and obviously I've never been to space I'd love to but I have not done that um so it's obviously just what I imagine being in space would be like (laughs) but yeah go into space look around and recognize the perfect beauty and harmony of everything well, this is what I experienced. I can't remember if it didn't tell me to do that, I don't think. But that was my experience. And just how everything is placed so perfectly. Not placed, but exists so perfectly where it's supposed to. Everything is exactly where it should be. It could be other places. But... It is where it is. Just like the the way the planets are sitting, you know. (laughs) And the stillness that I experienced was so beautiful. It was so calming. Just to, it almost took my own mental chatter away as well by having this like meditation experience it was like okay you're in space now (laughs) and all your thoughts have also been taken away like you are just simply here to exist and observe the perfect beauty of it all and yeah it took away all my mental chatter And just seeing everything from that perspective. I've always been a bigger picture person. I'm always looking at the bigger picture, which is a good thing and a bad thing sometimes. I just choked. A good thing and a bad thing sometimes. Um, Because sometimes you just need to get into the nitty-gritty details. But for the most part... Yes, I am a bigger picture person. 
and I have in the past like in my life like I think of that perspective of like being out in space and like observing earth through that way but I don't know this was just different this meditation and it definitely yeah helped calm my thoughts down um my anxiety lately has been outrageous um the reason I haven't actually recorded another episode in a while is because I didn't really know what to talk about um and I I want to share my life experience sometimes I don't want to um but I think something I like I had an epiphany recently not that it's anything like new information but there is room for everyone to share their journey there's room for everyone to express their experiences and to talk about the things they go through like especially now in the world we live in and the technology we have there is room for everyone and there is a platform for everyone to talk about their lives and I don't think that's a bad thing like yes it can for lack of better words oversaturate all these platforms we have but then at the same time like that's literally kind of what they were designed for to give everyone a platform a platform to stand up and speak share their whatever they want to share um which with traditional media for the longest time it was kind of like only if you had a certain level of fame or success or I don't know you were some kind of elite that those platforms were were reserved only for those type of people but in this day and age it's for everyone I just had to stop recording because I thought someone was at my house but they weren't so it kind of fucked with my flow a little bit but the show must go on am I right um, what was I talking about? Celebrities with platforms. Yeah, it was kind of just like reserved for, you know, I don't know, higher up people. I couldn't think of another word and I hate it that I even said that. Not higher up people, but people that were like famous, whatever. I already explained to myself. Um, and now everyone has the opportunity and the means and by everyone I always like not everyone in the world but a lot of people they have social media in some form of another or another and they have yeah they can share their story now and that's not a bad thing and I think we look at people who get vulnerable online and there's there's this like 
mixed emotions feeling and I mean as a society because everyone's different and it's definitely changing in a way but like you see someone that's being vulnerable online and we appreciate it and wish we could do it but then also I've definitely been in circles before where people don't like it in a way that's like, who cares type of vibe. Not that they don't like it, that they're, I don't know, maybe it's a like insecurity thing coming out where they wish they could be like that. So they kind of just deflect with negativity, but yeah, I don't know. It's like this mixed emotion type feeling where, I don't know. Am I making sense? I hope I am. It's, yeah. We encourage it and we like it, but we also don't. And we're also jealous of people that can be vulnerable. And I just think, whatever. I think I spoke about this in the last episode. Or touched on it at least. Like, whatever. But it's not a bad thing. And there's room for everyone to share their story. And if you don't like it, or you don't connect with that person, unfollow them. I think people forget that you have control over the things you consume. And if there's someone that you follow on Instagram that you don't like, or you think, you know, whatever. If it's a negative emotion, I'd say, unfollow them. They're just not for you. Not everyone and, you know, their life journeys is made to connect with you. And that's okay. So just move along. You don't have to make a negative comment. You don't have to, whether it's to them or just to yourself, like, just move on. Unfollow them and... That content is no longer in your life anymore and that's okay. You know, there's different levels obviously as well. Like if it's a friend and I put that in quotes because if they are your friend, you shouldn't be thinking like that about them. So maybe reevaluate what that friendship means to you and whether it's worth keeping around. But if it is a friend and you don't want to, you know, you don't like their contact um, content, mute them there are other ways around it if you don't want to like offend them by unfollowing them or you don't want to be judged for unfollowing them whatever the reason if you can't unfollow them mute them whatever there are ways to not consume content that doesn't make you feel good um and that's a big growing step or like learning step whatever like In my opinion, if you don't connect with it, just don't consume it because then it probably wasn't made for you or made with you in mind. There's room for everyone. There is room for everyone to share their stories. Just let that sink in deep down into your soul. (laughs) Get rid of anyone on social media that you 
don't vibe with or don't connect with and just follow people that you do. And I don't mean like, because it's good to hear other people's experiences and opinions and, you know, other people's side of their story, whatever. But like if it's genuinely affecting you and you feel forced to talk badly about them, which reality check, you're not, you choose that. But if you feel like you can't help yourself, then unfollow them. Like it's not worth sacrificing your own mental health or peace or whatever just to, I don't know, follow someone on social media. So there's my little tip for the day. Um, you want good energy around you and you should be expelling good energy and talking badly about people only lowers your energy. But, oh yeah, God, I get so sidetracked sometimes. Um, so I've really come to recognize that and let it settle within me that there's room for everyone which means there's room for me. And if people don't like me or they don't like the content I'm sharing or whatever, they can unfollow me and that's completely fine. I won't be offended um, because it's not, it is personal, but it's not personal. Like I'm not for everyone and my life story and my life experiences and the things I share and want to talk about isn't for everyone. And that's okay because not everyone is for me. So I've just kind of come to accept that. Um, and with that includes whether or not I want to share my struggles. And it's a hard thing to talk about while you're still in it. It's much easier when you're at the other side and you can say, yeah, I went through this really rough time, but I'm on the other side now. And when you're sharing your experiences with people, they kind of, I think people want that happy ending and going to someone and being open and honest about your struggles while you're still in the middle of it can be overwhelming for other people because they don't know how, like they might not know how to handle it. Um, Yeah, which is hard, but if you're surrounded by good people, I think they, they'll, un, they'll recognize that you don't expect them to fix it in a way. Like you're just opening up and sharing. But yes, it's hard to talk about struggling when you're in the middle of it. And I would say I don't know if I'm in the middle of my struggles because who knows when it will end, but the last year and three months, four months now, happy April fools, you fools, um, have been really challenging, and logically I know that when I come out of it, um, I will have learnt a lot, but 
that doesn't change the fact that while you're in it, it's hard. Um, and yeah, I don't know when it'll end. But I think talking about these things and being open and honest, not for sem- sympathy and not for people to, you know, feel obligated to reach out and clear their conscience in a way that if they ask if I'm okay like they did their part sort of thing like I'm not seeking any sort of outside input really um this is definitely like a big inward journey for myself building the foundations for you know experiencing the life and the fun and the love that I want to experience in this lifetime, I think it starts now in this dark moment. I have absolutely no direction. Every single time I think of something that I want to do, um, whether it's my ego, insecurity, whatever, pulls me back, I feel like I can't, connect to anything um like on a deep level which is something that I do I guess I try and find the deeper connection in everything maybe that's a lesson if you heard that noise that was my dog (laughs) sorry um whether that's also a lesson I'm meant to learn that not everything has this deep connection who knows but I just, I'm definitely just lost. That's a feeling I think most people can relate to. Um, I've never been someone that knew where I was heading. Like, I envied the kids in high school that just knew what they wanted to do and they could work towards it. Whether once they got there, they enjoyed it as much and decided to change, like, I understand that that has its own, you know, like learning curves and struggles as well. But I still envied that. Even just to like understand and know what I wanted to do. I've sort of never had that. I've There's many things that I'd like to do. But yeah. So to be completely raw and honest, this last year and four months has been... In my top three hardest years or like pockets of life. Um, Top three meaning like I know the other two. (laughs) So I don't know if there's a ranking system for those. I think they're all equal because they're all different. But yeah, this is definitely... the hardest one of the hardest times of my life top three hardest moments just having no self-esteem no direction I'm not working so I have no money um I'm just at one of my lowest points because I I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) Uh, yeah 
but I know the things I do know are I don't want to I don't want to have a pointless mindless job again with a deeper connection like your job you spend hours there every day you spend half your life working I am not someone that can check out mentally when I turn up at work. If I'm doing something, it has my full attention, my full energy, like I direct everything into what I'm doing. So to turn up to a job that I hate or don't enjoy or find pointless in terms of like it's not adding anything to my life except for money I can't do that. I can't be there and just check out mentally. My brain is going all the time, constantly. Which I don't think is good in terms of healthy thoughts. I overanalyze everything and I don't think living with your brain constantly going the way that mine does is healthy. I don't want to say is right because there's no such thing as like normal or right. Everyone's different and there are different levels to everything. But I think at the level which my brain operates is not a healthy amount Um, and I definitely want to, once I, you know, find work or whatever, um, and have the money coming in, one of the first things I'll be doing is therapy because I think for the most part, I've done all the the healing that I can do on my own with the knowledge that I have. And obviously every day I'm like learning more and looking into things and whatever. But it's hard when you're in your own head trying to balance being the therapist and the patient because you can't can't navigate that with without bias or without your own opinion sort of coming into it at some point so I understand that once I go into therapy like I it's still me doing the work but having someone else to and a professional at that to talk to and you know bounce off and they would have tools and tips on ways to you know think about things different or I don't know just different things they will be able to help me more yeah I definitely feel like I've reached sort of not the end of the road but like I've reached the point where I can't be my own therapist anymore I need that outside person to help me through it um And at first, 
Like I've been in therapy before. And again, it was easier talking about it because I was out of it. But coming to the terms or like coming to the realization that I wanted to go back into therapy and sharing that with my partner at first that was really daunting and I don't know why because I'm someone that is so into like self-development and healing yourself and working through traumas there's obviously still something in me that like I don't know admitting that you need therapy and what that implies I guess like in society's eyes um but now I talk about it with more ease um, because, you know, I kind of got past that quickly. But, yeah, there was definitely that moment of like, oh, I think it's because it, it's like admitting something's wrong, which is obviously fine and okay and a good thing. But, yeah, you don't know how the other person's going to take it. I guess. Um, but yeah, that's something that I'm definitely going to step into. It's just, I don't know how else to explain this. Maybe because I'm still in it, but I've never felt so lost before. And I know, like, I'm someone that does believe in, like, the power of the universe. Also with um, inspired action, like, you have to take action as well. But it's hard to remind yourself of that when you're not thinking clearly in terms of, like, healthy thoughts when you're constantly beating yourself up and putting yourself down it feels like not even the power of the universe can help you or save you like you kind of don't think you're worthy of anything that like anything good that comes your way me personally obviously I'm talking about all of that um and it's really hard. It's really hard to stay positive when your brain is telling you otherwise, essentially. Which obviously, like, saying that out loud, it's like, well, duh. But even that realisation, like, in the thick of it, you think you are your thoughts. And you think you're having these thoughts because they are truth. And to step out of that and be the observer of those thoughts, like, it's hard. It's hard when you are so consumed by the negativity. So it's definitely been hard to try and sit down and do something like this, record a podcast or like put myself out there, share my, share any of me in any sort of way online even if it's you know sort of a pointless Instagram fucking selfie or something because it's like I'm in the middle of this identity crisis 
I probably, I wouldn't say I'm in the middle. I think I'm starting to come out of that. But like when you're changing and growing and it's happening sort of all at once pretty intensely, you, well, I don't know, me, I for sure doubt everything about myself. Like I don't know who I am essentially because so much shifting and changing and it's not changing from one thing to another. It's like these slow transitions. And I feel like I've been sort of stuck in that middle transition for so long where it's like, well, I know I'm not that anymore and I want to be this, but I'm in the in-between. So that's kind of where I have been at. Um, hard (laughs) like it's I don't know it makes you just well it makes me again because I'm like what is the deeper meaning to everything it makes me question like what is the point of life like what is the meaning of life is it just happening is the meaning of life just for it to happen all the experiences that every single individual person goes through they obviously have free will and well I believe that free will is a thing you can you know pick and choose what you want to do um but Is that just the point? Like people will have their experience and it'll cause reactions in other people just by way of ripple effect. And that's the point. Is the point that we really are as souls evolving with each new life, if you believe in reincarnation, um, until we reach this divine level of enlightenment and then we don't have human experiences anymore there's just there's so much so many different angles and aspects to look at things that when you're transitioning in terms of like who you are and who you aren't and what you want your life to look like and you know stepping away from old patterns and whatever beliefs and moving into new ones that like it can be overwhelming and what do you even believe because in those moments it's like everything's changing so what do you what are you supposed to believe if you don't have a good grip on what you think reality is because like everyone's reality is different everyone believes in something different so there's no such thing as like a one true reality I don't think is there who knows but to like back to the meditation thing to To go into that space where 
my thoughts kind of stopped. I wasn't experiencing my life in terms of, you know, my day-to-day choices and movements. It was like floating in space and looking at everything exist exactly how it is. And having that realisation that my life isn't so bad. Because while, yes, I am important and I do matter, and my choices and my life will have a ripple effect out into other people's lives and it's that's those sort of things like change the way history is but like it doesn't really matter everything is happening as it is and everything's going to continue to happen so to not put so much pressure on myself And, you know, when you go into business or, you know, you make any, I don't know, big decision, I guess, it's always good to ask yourself, what is your why? What is your reasoning behind doing this thing? So obviously in business, it's like if you're going to open this business or start this business, what is your why? What is the why behind the business? And that reason, if it's pure enough, I guess, will keep you going. If it's strong enough, not pure, because people can just want to open businesses for money and they don't really care about what they're doing, but they'll do everything that they need to do to get the money. So if it's strong enough, if your intention is strong enough, it will be long-lasting. So I kind of sat back the other day and I was like, what is my why? What do I sort of want out of life? And what do I want to, what do I want my life to be like? And I think the main, the main, main thing is just to have fun. I think that's all I want. Like, aside from, you know, money and stuff to survive and and beyond. <laughs> because I think that what another one of my huge things that I'm working through is like the lack and scarcity trauma that lives not only just within society as a whole but in my family like heritage or like my whole line of family um, to go beyond existing paycheck to paycheck or whatever like I want to live beyond that or earn beyond that Um, you know there's other things that I obviously want to experience but I think at the end of the day like that is not a huge drive for me money I know that I want to break down the walls and barriers that my own personal lineage and ancestors, like how my family deals with their money. But when I think of that, I'm like, no, like that's something, that's just like a little, a little badge that I'll receive at some point. Um, But the reason for my existence, like, 
what I want to live for. And right now, like, it could change. But it's to have fun. To just enjoy each moment that I step into. I think that's my purpose right now. To be present and enjoy those moments. Because if you can't enjoy each moment, like what is the point (laughs) sort of thing. I don't know. So I think for right now, maybe forever, it's just to have fun. To enjoy myself and to enjoy my life. And connecting to that why and aligning with that why every day and sort of making it my focus I think gives my life structure and I'm so out of flow at the moment that I think having that one thing to focus on will make everything else fall into place because up until I had this thought which was literally like a week ago I was so overwhelmed and consumed by the choices that I had. Which sounds ridiculous because how lucky I am to have so many choices. But it was overwhelming. And like, to be dramatic, it's a heavy, it's a heavy thing to carry. It kind of spins you in circles because everywhere you look, there's an option. And I felt like because I was so disconnected from like what I wanted out of life right now, that every time I took a step forward, it was like a wall. So there was all these options, but every time I went to step into an option, I was getting blocked. And... How do you navigate that? Like you've got all these options and then you step to an option and then it's like, nope, not this one. And like, oh my God, just learning to trust that things are unfolding as they need to be and as they should be. And I think having that as well, like it helps you not to go insane. Because if you're like, if you don't know why you're alive, And you're overwhelmed by options. And every time you try to do something, it doesn't work out. And you don't believe that there's a rhyme and reason to everything going on. I don't know how... I don't know how you would navigate life. Like, how do you move beyond that? It's hard for me to imagine finding any sort of comfort or light or positivity to hold on to when you're spinning in circles and you don't think there's even a reason why so whether well okay American whether it's just to I don't know literally keep me alive in terms of like, here is a thought process you can hold on to, something to believe in, 
then I appreciate I appreciate it in a different way as well because if I didn't have that process of everything's happening for a reason I don't know how you get out of that I don't know how you move beyond that and find happiness so I'm lucky I guess that I'm willing to believe that everything happens for a reason um yeah now I have my why and I just want to enjoy life and what that looks like to me would be different to someone else my version of that of enjoying life is traveling being in nature, exploring, adventure, ideally for a job I would love to do photography for like bands and festivals and like I just think that would be so cool, creative kind of photography not just like I don't know. Something where the the lines are a little blurred. Something creative like that. Some sort of photography like that. That would be cool if I could travel around doing photography and being paid for it. And then exploring whatever city or state or country I was in. Just being out in the world and experiencing what it has to offer that I think is that's my fun that's my version of enjoying life and with that foundation I think things can flow hopefully we'll see but things can flow then because I can make decisions based on whether whatever comes into my life will align with that. And it's easier, I think, to sort of discern where you want to go and what you want to experience when you know what you want to experience. (laughs) That sounds silly, but... Hmm... There's also this, to go back to the point of energy and belief, I guess. It's kind of a little sidestep. But like, believing in the spiritual stuff that I do, I can understand why people might not subscribe to the idea of certain things 
which is completely fine because some things are just not meant for you but the energy of like the zodiac if everything's made of energy then it's just we interpret we interpret everything through emotions as humans for the most part like obviously we have a critical thinking like logical mind but like how we feel about that oh that's actually an interesting point that I've never thought of no because some things just are that like math is just that like one plus one does equal two you can't feel like that's right But maybe other stuff, I don't know. Like, is there room to, in, like, science, to, like, when you make a discovery of some sort, that, like, no, maybe, I think it's just because it exists. I was going to say, maybe, like, if you feel like it's right, then it's right. But no, because that is literally the point of science to figure out if something's true or not all right scrap all that but just like the energy of everything the energy is like we interpret it through different emotions i think and with like zodiacs zodiac signs and the planets and like your birth chart as a whole it's like we interpret how those things how those energies make us feel and that's how it all has its meaning can you really like disprove that or like humans giving things meaning so good and bad only exists through our perceptions and I've definitely heard a lot of people within spirituality be like they word it different but like baseline is treat them equally essentially so when you're going through something bad and when you're going through something good just accept it for what it is which is obviously harder because when things feel hard they're hard when things feel easy they're easy sometimes I just can't get (laughs) my thoughts to sound smart but I hope that made sense Oh, crazy. I just had a thought. (laughs) Hear me out, guys. So, my sister just bought a house recently. And this week she moved into it. And I've been helping her move. And as I've been driving, or I think it was, not yesterday, but the day before, I was driving home. And I had the thought, well, to preface, she had a lot of struggles. Finding a house, buying a house, like the house that she's in, there are definitely a lot of, a lot of struggles. And I said to her yesterday, at every house that you liked, 
there was an issue in terms of like a block sort of thing and at every one of those houses you decided well like it's a block I can't get past it with this with the house that she bought there was a block and she pushed beyond it and made it work and I said to her at every house there was a block and you in those moments like we kept being like oh my god what the fuck like this is so hard but in those moments you were deciding it's not worth it and when this house came along and the block came up you pushed through you made it work you figured out a way to make it work And that just means, like, obviously this house was for you, but you could have moved into any any of the houses that you liked and put offers on. And even if you decided at this block, the block for this house, you thought, no, there's no way past it, you would have moved into a house that was for you or that was good for you but you decided that this was the one that you were going to make work without even realizing it in the moment. It was like, you know, this is, we'll figure a way out. We'll figure our way around this issue. And that's what made it work is you decided that this was the one worth pushing through. Now, some people, they know what they want exactly and then they like for some people it's a lot easier to achieve the things they want or whatever because they know exactly what they want now my sister she knew what she wanted and maybe I'm wrong here maybe she really did and the universe was like nope um but like I don't think she knew exactly what she wanted until this house came along like as we were moving through the houses each house that would come up she'd be like I love this yep I want this house so it was kind of like as the houses as we were going through each house was getting more and more suited to what she wanted but she didn't exactly know what she wanted when she began the whole journey Now, me right now, I, so I, yeah, I shared that with her, that theory. And I loved that because I was like, yeah, well, of course this house is for you because you made it work. Like you narrowed down through the experience of the things that you wanted out of a house by way of just seeing other houses and when it came to this house and the bump in the road, you were able to go over it because you thought it was worth it. So I've just thought of, I was sitting here thinking about the photography thing and I had an opportunity, or I still do, 
there is an opportunity for me to take photos for a girl and get paid for it. But I haven't heard back from her. So I've kind of been thinking, you know, like if it's meant to be, it'll be. I have so many photos that I've taken in my life and good ones. And I've started to edit them and I wanted to upload them to, I have an Instagram page that I just, I was using it sort of like to, with nice photos that I took or like photos that I had edited that I thought were cool. And these huge paragraphs of thoughts that I had. But then I was like, I can use that and put all the photos up that I like and it can be sort of like my, like a business page of sorts. People can see what I'm capable of and they can book me through that. Now, my laptop is fucked. It works, but just like it's barely usable. Um, so I can't edit my photos on that. My hard drive that has all the photos on it is um, set up. I don't know why it's like this, but when I first got the hard drive, you could either set it to Windows or Mac. And because I was my laptop was fine at the time, I was using my Mac and I would edit on that. Um, so now that my laptop's fucked, I couldn't plug it into my PC because... It wouldn't read through Windows because it wasn't set up for that. And I, I don't think you can change it slash I'm too scared to if, you, if it is because all of the photos, like I just don't want it to fuck it up. Like I would lose all of my everything. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't put the hard drive into the computer because it wouldn't read but one day around the same time that I was figuring out that I couldn't put my hard drive into the computer I got an email or something that was like you can download Adobe Creative Cloud and Lightroom for free and use them like for free without anything so I did that so that's on my computer but then I figured out that I couldn't plug my hard drive into it so that was annoying then I was like, oh, my partner has a Mac laptop that he uses for work. I could plug my hard drive into that and edit on the laptop. And I could just sign in to my Adobe, Adobe like, and Lightroom and use that. No. Tried to log into that like the Lightroom and stuff and I think because it's on another device or something for some reason it wants me to pay for it so maybe I could only download it and use it free on one device and because I downloaded it on my computer that's the only one who knows so I couldn't get the editing from that then my partner was like, well, why don't you use the laptop, transfer the photos that you want to edit from the hard drive onto a USB 
and then plug the USB into your computer so you can edit on there. Great, stunning. Did that. Working fine. Now the next little thing is how do I get the photos that I have been editing on my computer on my phone because on Instagram on your PC you can't upload photos well my I can't on mine anyways I don't know if that's whatever but I can't upload photos to my Instagram from my computer so now it's like well how do I get the photos from my computer onto my phone and my boyfriend was like why don't you email them to you and I was like there are so many photos like I just couldn't do it all at once and he was like well why don't you do a draft and then you can log into your email on your phone so I'm kind of at that point but it just got me thinking these are little hurdles and I've overcome each one to make it work to get to editing if you overcome these these are the moments where it kind of tests you like how far are you willing to go for what you want because I would love to do photography and travel around but if I can't even put in the effort to figure out a way to edit the photos and then upload them to Instagram then I mustn't really want it bad enough and I'm kind of just having this realization of figure it out and make it work because if this is something that you want to do you'll find a way to make it work and I really do believe in that so it was I'm just having a little bit of a reality check right now of like fucking figure it out make it work because if you want it bad enough you will find a way and these little bumps in the road are like tests and they're kind of designed to help you like if I get to these bumps and I'm like, it's not worth it, then that's not what I want to be doing. Because it's really, it's not hard to figure out and make work. Like it's annoying and time consuming and tedious work to, you know, go through all those steps. But at the end of the day, it, at the end of the day, it's not hard work. So I'm kind of just having this little thought of like, what are you willing to put in? What, how much effort and energy are you willing to put in? Hmm. And I think it's worth it. So I'll push through. And there have been other bumps in the road where with other things, those walls that I was talking about before, they're walls because I'm looking at them like they're impossible. And they're not worth it. Very interesting. You guys are experiencing me having (laughs) a realisation on the spot. They're walls because I'm looking at them like walls. But the bumps in the road, I'm looking at them as just little hurdles. It's all your own perspective. And if you want something bad enough... Those little bumps are just that. Little bumps in the road. Little hurdles to get over. To make you put in the effort. Because that's just the nature of life. Like 
things can be easy and I guess that's the difference between climbing a wall and going over a bump is that that's easier like I definitely want to create a life for myself that isn't of struggle but that doesn't mean that there isn't going to be little little hurdles that will help me grow and expand as a person and if I pursue doing photography that won't make me stronger in my art hmm okay I'm just understanding it from a different perspective right now my thoughts are falling into line (laughs) which is a massive achievement for me at the moment because like I said earlier my thoughts have been all consuming and negative (laughs) very interesting well there you go if you want to if you want to achieve something put in the work I know people say that but I like to break down what that truly means. There are a lot of, you know, cliches and especially within spirituality, like things that, like phrases that people like to just repeat. And I think I've spoken about this before, like understanding those things on a, on a deeper level and, you know, experiencing them on a deeper level, but... You can't just say, to me personally, like, if you're going to be someone out there helping people, you need to sort of break it down for them. You can't just be like, work hard for what you want. Like, you kind of have to help them break it down into those steps and understand it through different perspectives and lenses. Like, easy doesn't mean there's not going to be any hurdles. It just means those hurdles are easier to navigate and manage compared to a brick wall that's a million feet tall. The only reason you're viewing them differently is because of what you think is worth it. The effort required to put in to achieve the desired outcome, it helps you understand what you want. If I'm faced with a wall... To me, that's a sign of this isn't what I truly want. If I'm faced with a hurdle, I'm probably looking looking in the right direction. So I hope that makes sense and helps someone. <laughs> oh, God. moral of the story it's all about the energy you're willing to put in there's so many things I want to achieve and I think this whole what I can sort of interpret at this point is this tough time that I'm going through It's really helping me build the foundations of the person that I want to be 
and the life that I want to experience. And I think it's all about aligning myself with the energy that I want to operate on and breaking down a lot of old systems that I would have never been able to experience the things I want to do if I was still, yeah, thinking and believing in the, the, those old ways. So, well, I hope that's what I get out of this anyways. Um, I haven't been working now for seven months and that's not from a lack of trying. Um, I'm just being humbled constantly through this experience. I started out not when I first quit my job I started out searching for the perfect role um, and it slowly turned into applying for still within means of what I want to experience but down to the complete opposite of what I would want to be doing it just had good like this one particular role, it's like, to me, it was a stepping stone almost, just just to get me working again and bringing some extra money in. Um, it was like good working times and it was part-time, like da-da-da-da-da, but the, the actual work of it wasn't what I wanted to be doing, but I was willing to sort of, you know, sacrifice that side of it because of the other benefits. Um and I haven't heard back from them so it's definitely been humbling to sort of I don't know how else to explain it but like lower my standards in what I set out to achieve and get knocked down even at the base level like and I really do think now that I've had the realization of like I was so disconnected from what I wanted out of life and I was just looking for business specific or like career specific things um yeah it's definitely been humbling to have to like okay well what if I change this and sacrifice this and oh okay well I'll just do this then because of these like it's got some of the points that I wanted and yeah, the latest job that I applied for, <clears throat> I'd say, is the lowest in terms of like comparing what I initially wanted out of a job. Com- yeah, compared to what I applied for, um, it kind of you have to sit back and like not take it personally. Otherwise, again, like you, would, I would just be spiraling. It's not personal it's just not the right fit and even to apply for jobs and like never hear back I've been lucky my whole life that every job that I've stepped into has been like the first job I applied for and I got it straight away and this whole like seven months of not working 
yeah, it's hard because I know I'm a good worker. I have amazing work ethic. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I know how hard I can work and I know what I'm good at, but it's hard when you're also trying to pivot into something else. After 10 years of doing hospitality, I don't really have experience doing obviously anything else but hospitality. And while that has given me great foundations in how I work, along with my own, you know, ability and drive when I'm at work, um, I can understand why a lot of jobs that I'm applying for are looking at me and being like, no, and they're not willing to take a chance. And you just, I, I, for the sake of keeping myself sane, I just can't take it personal. It sucks that they're, uh, like they're not willing to take a chance. But I also understand that it's extremely difficult when you're sitting down at a computer, like just looking at resume after resume what mine would look like compared to someone else's experience wise and everything. I think a huge part of who I am and how I work and how, what I like, what I can bring to a company is experienced when you're standing in front of me, my energy, how I hold myself and conduct myself and like, that's not to say interview wise because I, stress in interviews and that's major anxiety but I think that like yeah a lot of a lot of what I can do for a company and bring to a company is experienced in person especially when my resume is bleak as fuck in terms of if I was going into another hospitality role oh for sure I could learn something fucking straight away but I don't want to do hospitality anymore. So changing is hard. And, you know, everyone tells you if you have qualifications behind you, that's what people look for. Well, I think they look for, if they are looking at that, it's, probably uni degrees which I don't have I'm doing fucking business admin cert for and that still isn't enough but you can't take it personally you kind of it's not a reflection on you as a person or as a worker or what you're capable of it's you know, whether they're willing to take that risk on someone that they they don't see a lot of, like, on paper experience maybe. I don't know. But it's definitely humbling. It makes you, well, it's made me sort of I sit back and not find so much worth and value in what I can provide for a business. As a worker, one of the biggest things that um, I was sort of faced with and hit with 
pretty early on and pretty hard was what value do I have as a person if I'm not working? Which I never thought I would struggle with. But yeah, like the last job I was in, I, I loved the girls I worked with, hated my boss and hated hospitality work. I was miserable there because it just was so mind-numbingly boring and wasn't satisfying my purpose needs, I guess. Um, That's why I quit. I was like, "This, I can't do this anymore. But even then, like getting up and going to that job every day, serving coffees, it gave me a purpose. And I didn't realize how much... It was supplying me with that until obviously it was taken away and I didn't automatically jump into another job straight away. That was what I was looking for. It kind of, it stripped everything away. Like I really, it peeled back the layers of who I am as a person and how I view myself and how how much I value myself based on external things. Um in multiple different ways, in ways that I'm not earning any money and I can't help contribute to, you know, my household. Um, I'm relying on someone else to literally keep me alive at this point and what that does to me because I've always been quite an independent person and earned my own money and sort of paid my own way. So taking all that away and relying on someone else and not feeling guilty or ashamed or embarrassed or like I owed them something like it stripped back so many different layers um so it's definitely been when I sit down and I think about that kind of stuff I can see where the change and the growth is happening but again when you're in the middle of it and you're kind of like drowning in insecurity it's hard to see all that growth and change it's hard to see where it's all leading you when you're still in the dark completely and you don't know where you're going but this morning I woke up and I've really been trying to force myself to just trust the process and be at peace with where I'm at because stressing and worrying and putting myself like this anxiety that I'm experiencing was oh my god I can't even explain it I literally cannot put into words how intense of a situation it has been and how heavy it's all been um so I'm really just trying to appreciate where I'm at live in the moment enjoy each moment um I'm halfway through doing like this yoga thing where every day I've been getting up and doing yoga and just keeping that discipline of like show up for yourself if you can't show up for yourself and you have literally no responsibilities how do you expect to show up for yourself 
when you're with the life that you want to live? How do you expect to even have the space and room to hold that kind of energy? God, I'm choking on my words. Like it's not, it's almost not possible. Like if you don't have the space or the energy to facilitate that life, you're not going to experience it. And if you can't just enjoy life because that's what your why is, if you can't do that just while you have literally nothing to do, there's no way that you're going to appreciate each moment when you're busy again and you're, you've got people to show up for and whatever. So I'm, I am, it's been a slow process for me personally because I think there's so much unlearning and like unraveling uh-huh, to do in my brain of like, yeah, belief systems that I held in place that it's taken a long time but I'm really just trying to show up for myself, be disciplined and love myself every day so that when my dream life does come because I just refuse at this point to not experience exactly what I want to experience that when it all falls into place and you do find when I do find that flow again um, that I can appreciate it that I know how to navigate it because I've got strong foundations that have been built from a tough time. A lot of people are like, oh my God, you're not working, holiday. I mean, the first two weeks was, yeah, like finally I'm not working, but it's crazy how, how hard it's been. Like, way more way 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 more than I what I ever expected but I think it's because I am doing a lot more inner work and not just fucking around I have been trying to spend a lot of time working on my mind and who I am as a person and how I want to show up in this world and how I want to experience my life that I've been given so I think That'll be the end for today. I don't know if anything I made sense made sense. That was kind of just like majority stream of consciousness talk. Um, I think I want to do that more often. If I have a topic to talk about, obviously record, but I want to be more regular, more disciplined, show up for myself. I, I like recording podcasts. I like talking. I like getting things off my chest and whatever, having realizations in the moment. Talking out loud definitely helps you put your thoughts in order and I like it. So I want to keep doing it and I want to be more disciplined. So I'll try and I guess push to record one episode a week and if it's literally a nothing episode, then it's a nothing episode. But we'll see. I definitely want to keep pushing. Anyways. Thanks for listening to my rambles today. Um, If anyone relates to that feeling of just feeling so hopeless and lost and I didn't go into as much detail as the things I've experienced because whatever, it's still a personal thing 
right now. Um, but if you relate to that, just know that I understand. And if you need to talk, I'm here. Um, but hold faith and trust that it'll, it'll get better. Because if you want it to, it will. Just work on yourself. Find your why. You know, I don't know. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Without something to believe in. Life is bland and bleak. So find whatever it is that keeps you going. And if that's all you focus on and you just let go of everything else. And just focus on that one thing. Even if it, like, I mean just, even if it's a mantra or an affirmation, a belief. Something that just keeps you going. Do that. Because driving yourself in circles with fear and anxiety and worry is exhausting. And I know that from (laughs) first-hand personal experience. Not every day is going to be good, but today is a good day for me. So I'm really just appreciating that and focusing on that and trying not to put too much pressure on myself. Just live in the moment and appreciate the things that I have around me because I am very lucky. Some days it's hard to see that, but I am. So I'm appreciating that for right now while it's here. And while I can think clearly, (laughs) thank you guys for listening, for sticking around. This episode was kind of long. I guess I had some things I wanted to get off my chest. Um, So yeah, I will hopefully see you guys, not see you guys, talk to you guys soon. Have a great day, night, whenever you're listening to this. Thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up. Bye.